NFL Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is presented by WinBet. Head over to WinBet and bet $100 at WinBet and get a $100 free bet. Go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash WinBet. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. We're also brought to you by Run Your Pool. Head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor to get your free entry into our NFL Survivor Contest. First place gets $500 cash and a $250 gift card to the SGPN store. Yes, sir. We are here. We are here making our entrance. We have arrived. This is the NFL Gambling Podcast. If you know the voice, you may have heard me on a number of different things. You may be used to the sound of my voice. But for the new folks that do not know, I'm the guy, really real, villain route, Terrell Furman Jr., and I'm one of your hosts of the NFL Gambling Podcast. This is going to be absolutely amazing. Excited. You know I give out basketball plays year-round, by the way. Year-round basketball plays, just so if you didn't know. But we give out basketball plays, but NFL has always been my first love. It's what comes naturally and easy to me. And I got my guy with me, too. Can't get away from him. Not looking to get away from him because we're a dynamic duo. I got St- Scott Studio Rachel in the building. Scott, what's going on? Nothing much. Happy to be here. It's nice to be with you on a new show, the NFL show. I feel like we cover every sport, but now we're going to be covering the NFL as well, which should be a lot of fun. Looking forward to it. Should be a very, very entertaining and most importantly, profitable season. Looking forward to that. Uh, we've been crushing in every other sport, so might as well crush football too, right? Before we get into talking about all football, I just have a question. Do we have a side bet going on on who wins more games between the Giants and Jets? Uh, we could arrange that. Uh, we're, right. we're, we can we can figure it out. I mean, the win totals are comparable, so there's not going to yeah. be we we can kind of do kind of almost even odds on both sides in a friendly yeah, bet because I'm with it. yeah, we can Let's figure it, right it out. Now. Let's do it right now. Okay. I, I mean, we're here. It's the first episode. Let's let's just do it. Let's do it right now. What's what's a fun what's a fun prize for the winner? I don't know. We'll we'll discuss the prize after, and we'll get back to everybody. Okay. All right. But we're locking in a bit. Yeah, we're going to do right. it. Yep. I mean, for the, for the right. record, I do think the Giants have a better chance of having a better record than the uh, Jets, but, that but doesn't we, we, it's all fun and I, games I, anyway. At this point, I'm, I am not optimistic in the Giants at all. And the I Jets quarterback got it. injured in the second series of preseason. You know, very much true. Come on. Yeah, very, I mean, very unfortunate. Very, very unfortunate. However, you know, we're breaking in a new coaching staff. Hopefully, I have somewhat good expectations for the Giants, but every time I do this, they let me down. And, I mean, it's great we're talking Giants right now because we're talking NFC East preview today. Look, the powers that be knew that there was no way that the NFL Gambling Podcast was going to have an NFC East preview, and I wasn't going to be on it. So, there's going to be a lot of shit talking. There's going to be a lot of winning bets given out, maybe even a couple parlays that I just can't tell you because I'm dumbfounded by what the odds makers or what anybody is thinking in regards to this NFC East this year. And I'm looking forward to breaking it down with you, Scott. It'll be fun. All right. Before we get into this NFC East preview, I have to talk to you about our presenting sponsor, WinBet. 
And now it's the perfect time for new customers who bet $100 to get a $100 free bet. Look, if you're betting baseball, it's the best place to bet baseball because they give you reduced juice in baseball games. Imagine going, looking at other books and paying more when you can get the same bet for less. Do that with WinBet. Plus, the WinBet Casino is 24-7. Look, they give you a 100% deposit match up to $1,000 at the WinBet Casino. And Win just also released their first QB with five touchdowns prop bets. First QB with five touchdowns. Hmm. I, uh, a better question. What is that going to cash in week one? No, no. I was about to say, I think it could cash in week one. And I have to get some clarification on that because is it passing touchdowns? Do rushing touchdowns count as well? Because if so, I think Lamar Jackson is going to beat the shit out of your Jets week one. Like, I think it's really going to be ugly. Once again, you have to find out if that if that includes passing and rushing or just passing or everything like that. But uh, we'll see. Of course, if it's rushing, it's not going to cash week one. But if it's passing, it I, I don't think you'll get to week two having to sweat it out. Let's put it that way. Yeah, no. The first QB, who can give me five touchdowns in week one? Let's assume for the sake of this that it's passing. Yeah. I... No, I'm not going with A-Rod. Justin Herbert, no, but that 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 Raiders d- defense is better. We're getting really distracted from the ad read, but hold on. We really I are. Give out, I want to give out a name real quick before I think. I'm just trying just take to take the right, cop out. Just pick Mahomes against Arizona's defense. Yeah, Mahomes is good, but I just feel like that's too easy. Like that's not that's not that you doesn't want, get me excited for week one. Okay, fine. You want Br- you want Brady excited. against the Cowboys? What do you want? No, because I let's go with hold on, hold on. I don't trust Ryan Tannehill and those pass catches enough to say that he get five against the Giants, even though I very well think that that's a possibility. So on the dark horse I, candidate, Jalen Hurts against Detroit. Yeah, Jalen. Oh, I like that. If you Jaylen want a dark versus, horse candidate, I'll go. I'll Jalen Hurts versus Detroit. I like that. I like that. Let's, man, fuck it. Baker Mayfield versus the Browns. Oh, God. <laughs> okay. Oh, man. No, 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 no. But Russell Wilson versus the Seahawks for like, actually, actually, Russell Wilson versus the Seahawks. That's going to be my name. All right. Let's get back to the ad read because there's so much to choose. And all you have to do is head over to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash win bet. So they know we sent you. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash W-Y-N-N-B-E-T to claim your free bet today. Offer subject change terms and conditions at winbet.com. Must be 21 order and present in the state where playthrough winbet is available. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem, call 1-800-522-4700. We're also brought to you by Odds Trader. Remember how I was just talking about the odds in MLB? Well, you can compare them to all the other sports books with Odds Trader. And like I said, it's going to be the best deal in town. So head over to WinBet. But as trader, you can also sign compare different sign-up codes, promotions from all the different sports books, and they provide you with key game statistics, with player statistics, injury reports, game day weather, all that stuff is absolutely amazing. And they also have a bet tracker, so you can keep in track with all your bets. People can see what you're betting on, and you can have that running history. Super, super easy. All you have to do is head over to oddstrader.com slash bluewire. That is oddstrader.com slash bluewire. Odds Trader, number one site for all of your game day bets. All right, Scott, let's go ahead into the breakdown. We're going to start from worst to first year. And unfortunately, worst means my New York Giants and a very lowly, pitiful season. Just terrible. Joe Judge. Oh, my gosh. I, 
I don't know how I ever got behind that guy. I, I, I was behind him in year one. And then after that, I'm just like, all right, this guy sucks, man. I'm trying to uh, remember anything positive that he actually did. I know they beat Seattle with Colt McCoy. Was that the peak of his era? Oh, wow. Was that the Maybe peak that of his Seattle? entire I remember when, and I bet Giants that game. I was like, I don't know how we're going to win this one. I uh, I just remember man, like three players, three players retired in preseason last year, like during the workouts. It's either that. See, I can't even say peak is beating the Cowboys in the last game of the season. Not last year, but the year prior, because the fucking Eagles punted that last game. It didn't matter anyway. Playoffs. Yeah, it didn't even fucking matter. But that's so that's probably too the fact that he beat the Cowboys and we lost to them however many years straight. And they still almost found a way to fumble that game away. No, fuck that. That's not even up there. Yeah, it's Seahawks. It's beating the Seahawks. That's got to be the best thing he's done, which is really fucking bad. My but, favorite moment was the uh, QB sneak on third and nine at their own three yard line. But I'm, you know, I'm, I'm biased, so that that's my favorite memory of Joe Judge's. No, it's, no, it's absolutely not my favorite memory, and it's why I'm actually completely 100 percent down on the New England Patriots this year. But this is not a preview for that. Oh, fuck Joe Judge. Fuck Joe Judge. I had to get that out. Fuck Joe Judge. All right, New York Giants. Win total set at seven and a half. Super Bowl championship odds 100 to 1, 50 to 1 to win the NFC, 7 to 1 to win the NFC East. Well, Scott, I mean, I don't know where to start. There's well, a lot of well, things that I think we have going well. There's you brought up Judge. That, you brought up yeah. Judge, so we'll start there. Okay. What are your thoughts on Dable? And do you think he's going to do well in his first year? Or do you think it might take some time to fully implement the new system? We'll so start there. I, I think Dable is an interesting hire. I, don't, I didn't hate it. I don't think I loved it, but I didn't hate it. I'm not against him. I actually, you know, pretty excited about it just because Dable and Joe coming in, this is the first time that the Giants are breaking away from what they've done for the past 50 years. Defensive focus. But, Yes, not but not just defensive focus, but it's more of the the GMs, like every GM that has come from our first GM to just now have all worked under each other. So it's like that running history. So, of course, Dave Gettleman, last GM, he has some of those tendencies from the GM that was coaching. That was the GM of the team 50 years ago. And that's ridiculous. Like you need something new in there. You need some new ideas. And now we have that with Joe bringing in some new ideas, a new way to attack this. And then Brian Dable, same thing. This is not a John Murrah picked guy. Like this guy is coming in. He's doing things his way, actually his way. And so I appreciate it. So I think that I have pretty good expectations just because we broke that cycle that the Giants have been on since forever. And now it it's going to be interesting because Dable has to look good. Dable has to look good because nobody remembers, but he has a little bit of scrutiny under his hire with the Brian Flores, Bill Belichick, mm. texting the wrong Brian thing. Like Dable has to go out there. I don't know if he's thinking about it. I would be thinking about it like, hey, all right, let me go show them that I was really the best guy for the job. You know, this class action lawsuit isn't going away. Let's go and show them that the Giants didn't, you know, just sit there and pick me for picking me. They pick me because I'm the best guy and I'm going to lead this team to a championship. So I think it's going to be good. I think year one, I, I have lofty expectations for a better year. Maybe not the year that I want. I think on Ryan and Sean's show, I picked them at nine and eight. 
So while that's a drastic increase from what we've been doing for the past every year since the boat trip. Time out. You have them going over 500. Yeah, we got to We got to talk about this for a second. No, no. I mean, we're going to I mean, we can. We definitely can. I think that I think this is a nine and eight. Potentially could be eight and nine, but I think they can absolutely get over these seven and a half. Wins. I just want you to make your case because it, it's one thing if the Giants would come in third place, right? Mm-hmm. They were in last place last year. They make a bit of an upgrade. Mm-hmm. You think they have a shot at contending for the division because 10 wins probably wins this division. 10 or 11 potentially wins this uh, division. You think the Giants uh, are going to ha- compete for a playoff spot? I, I don't think that. I think that the they added another wild card everybody. Spot. I think New York media will make it seem like they're in compete in competition for a playoff spot. I don't think that they are. Well, nine I, and eight though, with three wild no, card but I'm spots. Saying, actually I'm saying gets yes. the shot. They're gonna have a I think they will have a better record than what the season has looked like for the over the course of the year because the secondary is obsolete. Our secondary is fucking terrible. And you know, hopefully they is some type of Wink Martindale, we're going to blitz the fuck out of you and our guys are going to be able to hold their own for three seconds or so before our D-line and everybody gets to you. But I don't like the defense. I just think that the offensive line is probably one of the best offensive lines I've seen since they went on the Super Bowl runs. Runs, plural. Thank you. And Daniel Jones showed me last year in a few games that if he has protection, he's going to make the right play. He's going to look like a pretty decent quarterback. So I think that, and we don't have a hard schedule. It's not a hard schedule. So I'm like, all right, as I was looking at it, I automatically just pencil us in for three and three in division. Now, whether that comes true or not, we'll see, but I just normally give everybody in NFC's three and three in division and looking at teams we play, I'm like, all right, like they can put a string of wins together, especially later on in that season. So yeah, I think they can get nine wins. Do I think that they're ever actually in realistic spot for a playoff spot? No. Cause I think the rest of the league is better, but nine wins. I think so. Okay, so I think that's the Giants fan in you talking. I'm going to try to be the unbiased person who okay. has a bet now on the Jets to have more wins than the Giants for some reason. So right. I think the Giants are going to go under seven and a half. I think it's going to be close. I'm not going to tell you this team's going to be four and 13. I'm not saying that. But I do think this team will be around six wins, six or seven. Now, you mentioned the important part, which is the schedule. And the fact that the out-of-division games are actually not that bad. To go through who they might be playing, I'll go through some of the teams that I think they're going to beat. Now, they play the Titans in Week 1 on the road. I think they're going to lose. I I think they'll lose that one. They play the Panthers at home in Week 2, which I don't know what to think about. I don't know how to feel because rules teams have actually been okay in in the first month. Yeah, I know you beat them last year, but McCaffrey... Should be healthy in week two. Let's put it that way. He <laughs> week two. So it's a different Carolina team when he's healthy. We'll see. I mean, Saquon should be healthy in week two. I yeah, mean, I know, but I think we know yeah. that McCaffrey is significantly more valuable than Barkley based on how both teams run their offenses. And McCaffrey could argue the most valuable running back in the league based on how Carolina falls off a cliff every time he gets injured. But yeah. the point is the Panthers, I think, could go either way. I think we're both assuming Mayfield's going to be the starting quarterback for for Carolina. Yeah, I think Carolina could pull off a road win there. The Giants wow. played home against the Cowboys, which you said three and three division, so we'll just stick with that. Now they play the Bears at home. I think the Bears are going to be awful. I'll give the Giants the mm-hmm. win there. The Bears might end up winning three games. I think they're going to be one of the worst teams in the league. 
They'll lose to Green Bay. They'll lose to Baltimore. At Jacksonville, they should win. We'll see. At Seattle, I think they should win, but there's a chance they lose because they're still traveling to Seattle, and that's never easy. They play Houston at home, should win that one. They play the Lions at home, which the Lions might be a feisty team. We'll see. Uh, Once again, then you have a bunch of division games. They play at Minnesota and at home against the Colts. So when you're looking at the gimme wins, you have Chicago, you have Houston, and you have Jacksonville. And the Lions, I guess. I think the Lions or Texans could win one of those. The issue is I'm just looking at the Giants, and I think Dable's a very good offensive-minded coach. But you Mm -hmm. talked about how the secondary is awful. The whole defense really comes down to can Thibodeau and Williams and the rest of the defensive line create enough pressure to mask the very underwhelming secondary that they have. Yeah, I think that that's something that's worth monitoring. I'm going to wait to see how Thibodeau does in his first season because I don't know if it was a load management for the pros or he's a little bit injury prone, but he missed a decent amount of games in Oregon and he was constantly on the injury report. So I kind of want to see how Mm -hmm. he's able to hold up physically over the course of a season. I just think the Giants, first of all, over or under 13 and a half games for Daniel Jones. Because you know he's going to get injured at some point. Do you think he plays more than 13 and a half games? So my my – us going over 500 was contingent on him actually playing every game. Do you if think I had that to actually, it could. I, I think. I think. What's, what's that Kodak? Hey, what's that Kodak Black meme where he's in the Breakfast Club? And he's like, I hope so. Like, yeah. I hope so. Mm-hmm. But I, I, no, I would 100. percent So mindful. Granted, like we're not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say that. I'm a complete homer because I'm about to give out the under seven and a half on Tyrod's not a bad backup for the record. Like Tyrod can hold you over if you really needed a couple of spot starts. I was happy when we got Tyrod, but I'm I'm saying that's a good backup option. I just don't, I still don't like Daniel Jones. I'm talking about him getting injured. Even when he plays, I mean, he's a turnover machine. And so I, I don't know if the defense is good enough to bail him out. That's a that's a bad rat. He did a lot better with the turnovers last year. A lot better with turnovers last year, especially in the games where the offensive line actually played competently. He was really, really good at turnovers. I'm not really concerned about that. I'm just concerned that he's not he has this savior complex where he feels like he's got to be the guy to save this team. And you're not, you are not built like that to be the person that saved this team. You got to rely on everybody else, sir. And you just got to do what you got to do to make sure you, so you get a win, but don't, he has this savior complex and that's where he starts fucking up and making bad reads and shit like that. Either way, I'm giving out under seven and a half and I'm giving out under seven and a half because that's what I'm betting because I'm betting against the giants because even though I am cautiously optimistic about this team, you I just refuse... had them at nine and eight. No, I know, but listen, but listen, I even though I'm cautiously optimistic about this team, I'm betting the seven and a half purely because if they let me down, I at least don't want them to let my pockets down too. So I am 100% losing out on my bet and them being nine and eight. And I'm like, oh, well, I was right. But if they, if I'm wrong and they do go under this win total, I'm going to at least profit from it. 100%. So I always bet. I always bet against the Giants every year. It's kind of funny that you brought up the idea of betting against your team for like a, an emotional hedge because I kind of did that last night on Sunday Night Baseball. <laughs> I was watching the Yankees get shut out by Michael Waka, and I'm like, just give me the under two and a half runs for the Yankees. Like I, I can't sit through two and a half hours of this and watch us get shut out by Boston. I can't do it. So I made money yeah. out of it. So yeah, I, I would say I do that occasionally too. But for the Giants. Somebody in this division is going to come in last place. And as of right now, the favorite to come in last place is the Giants because they just just have way too many holes, in my opinion. 
Now, the receiver core is actually pretty good, especially if Tony can stay healthy and, you know, Wondell turns out to be a solid player. I'm still not sure how they're going to divide up the reps amongst them. That Galladay contract is an albatross, but I don't know if they're going to bench Galladay when they're paying him that much money. If you want to guess how the reps are going to be split between our receiving core, just blindfold yourself, throw a dart at a dartboard, and whichever receiver that dart comes close to, that's going to be it. For I'm saying, game. but who's the odd man out, though? It's going to be either Slayton or... Yeah, it's always Slayton. Slayton's the one Slayton, who gets... I think Slayton's going to have packages. I think Slayton's going to have packages where he comes in, but I think they're... Like, we've already seen sets... Oh, we're getting... We're talking about Giants too long. All right. Well, All it's, right. Your, it's your team, so you know we're going to go know, through know, the other ones quicker. Real quick, we see sets where we have Saquon, Tony, and Wondell Robinson in the backfield. You know that Kenny Galladay is a big target with a huge catch radius, and it should be a lot better place ball as long as he has the right attitude. By the way, he looked terrible in week one. Yeah, he did. He did. But if he comes with the right mindset and plays a lot better, then I think that will be really good there. But it, I, I just, I can't even. I have too many durability questions. I would just take the under on everybody in receiving core and just sit here and say that, hey, Daniel Jones is just going to spread the ball around evenly to everybody. (laughs) I I just don't know. The only thing that I somewhat – I really don't have any player props for us, to be honest. I have no faith in anybody in our team to actually have continued success over the course of an entire season, one, because of our injury history. I like the unders with – I like unders with this team a lot more than overs because I'm trying to figure out who's going to benefit the most – Barkley, I think, is going to get hurt again. No yeah. offense, but until he stays healthy for even the first eight weeks of the season, I'm not going to pick him to play a full 17. Daniel Jones gets hurt every year, and I still think there's a chance he might get benched midseason if things go badly because Tyrod is a proven backup quarterback who could potentially start a couple of games. So I think I'm looking at unders for Barkley and Jones because I'm not sure how many games are actually going to play. Yeah, I'm with you. I would I think the only bet the only over I would take with this team is Kayvon Thibodeau. And but it's just because he's a fucking monster. He is a dog. He's good too, but and, I also have questions about his durability from college. So that's why I'm yeah, still on the fence. Yeah, you're right. But I, I give him the benefit of the doubt as seeing that he hasn't been here and just knowing how we are gonna have the emphasis on getting to getting ugh, excuse me, but getting to the quarterback. I'm with Thibodeau. I think Thibodeau is going to have a really good year. If I could find a Lujuarez sack prop, I would take that because I think that Thibodeau is at some point going to start commanding a double team and it's going to open up Lujuarez on the other side. But Kmon Thibodeau, 7.25 sacks. Give me the over, minus 125. Uh, that'll be a prop bet. Yeah, that actually sounds pretty low because even if he misses a couple of games, I mean, eight sacks in 17 weeks is really not that yeah. bad for a player of Thibodeau's caliber or yeah. assuming he misses a month. I mean, 12 games is still a decent amount of time to actually get eight sacks. So I actually don't mind that over two. But for the actual win total, I'm going to go with the under. I think they win about six or seven games. I think they go over, but I'm betting under to emotionally hedge myself. Okay. Give me a six right. and 11 record for the Giants. Last last bet for this Giants team. We got really got to move on. Uh, and I'm not, I'm not picking them to win the division or anything like that. I'm not wasting my time. Yeah. Give me K-Bon Thibodeau plus 550 defensive rookie of the year. Okay. And I'll sprinkle on I'll sprinkle on table 18 to 1 coach of the year. Why not? All right. La- yeah, that's it. I don't have any other bets. You got any bets for, for Giants before we move on? No, I mentioned some unders with Barkley and Jones mostly. I hate rooting for injuries, but I'm being realistic. I just I don't assume they're gonna stay healthy for the entire season. 
And I mentioned the win total under. So that's all I got. I feel like they said something about. And I do like Thibodeau over for the record. Seven and a half. I thought it was going to be closer to like nine and a half when that yeah, wine no, first dropped. No, seven and a half. Yeah, I love, yeah, that's I love a lot. I like the under. I mean, I like the over. Sorry. Uh, there's something that there's something I saw where it's like it's really good to bet unders in NFL. I, 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 I tend to only bet unders for player Season props, one. especially. I tend to yeah. only bet unders. All right. Let's not take too, too long before somebody cusses us out and say this, this show is too long. Let's move on to the next team, third place in the division last year to watch the Commanders. Win total also set at seven and a half, which is insane to me. Super Bowl odds are 60 to one. NFC championship odds are 30 to one plus 550 to win the division. Commanders bring in Carson Wentz. Over under seven games, Carson Wentz is starting quarterback. So I don't want to sound like an actual dick, but I got to be honest. Are we sure that Carson Wentz is better than Taylor Heineke? Are we sure Carson Wentz is better than Sam Howell? No, that's that's Hell like that's very far, good. And we, that's in I will raise but... you. I will see your Taylor Heineke and raise you Sam Howell. I am not actually confident that Carson Wentz is better than Sam Howell right now. I really don't know what Washington was thinking when they traded for Wentz, especially with that contract. I don't really. Un- they gave up picks. Like I don't. I don't understand what the logic was there. Yeah. Heineke, I didn't think was good enough to be a full time starter. But I don't think Wentz is good enough to be a full starter too. So I think that Heineke might actually be better. Washington is a team that had a lot of injuries last year, mostly on defense. Chase Young got injured halfway through the year. He was having an underwhelming year anyway. Mm-hmm. But Chase Young had one and a half sacks, which is just crazy. But he was coming back from injury too. I know, but he played 15 games though. He had one and a half sacks. Like that that's a problem. Uh yeah. Kerrigan retired, who was the veteran anchor of that defense, but he was past his prime anyway. Receiving core, I actually like what they have. Of course, McLaurin didn't do much last year. He went over 1,000, I believe, barely, but they didn't have a great quarterback situation. But now they also brought in Dotson, who I really liked from Penn State. Gibson's Uh the running back. I like him. They have some options at running back. Their offensive line's decent. Their defensive line should be good. I feel like the main questions that I have are really revolving around the quarterback, and I just can't get past it. I can't sit here and roast Daniel Jones for three minutes and not try to go in on Carson Wentz. It was Wentz. longer than three minutes. But uh, yeah. Well, I mentioned durability concerns, but Wentz, that applies to as well. Uh, not to mention the fact he almost missed a must-win game because he wasn't vaccinated, so I don't know if COVID's going to be an issue. <laughs> I don't know if COVID's going to be an issue. You know, oh, I seen... forgot about that. I forgot about that. And they lost that game. They he still played lost. against the Raiders, but he was terrible in that game, and they ended up lo- missing out in the playoffs because of his performance against the Raiders. And the whole team no-showed against Jacksonville. I'm not going to blame that solely on Wentz. But the way that I see it, I got I to gotta go with the under. I want to make a case for Ron Rivera because I like him as a coach. I think the defense should be better. That was the main surprise. The defense was awful last year, which was really yeah. a shock. Mm-hmm. But with Wentz at quarterback, you automatically limit your upside. And if you want to talk about how many wins you're not supposed to get, but you suddenly pull off in the course of the season, I think Wentz is going to limit the number of upset victories you have. And as a result, I... I kind of have to like the under because I really don't know what to fully expect in terms of ceiling from Wentz. And if I'm being realistic, I think he's going to look mediocre at best. And we just saw how a mediocre quarterback looked in Heineke last year and the Washington didn't win many games. So I'm going with the under. I think this number is too high. 
So, yeah, I mean, I'm with you. Everything you said when we talk about defense, they have a really good front four with Chase Young, Jonathan Allen, Montez Sweat, and Darren Payne. That's and Young really, played really 15 games. They, they just they couldn't stop anybody last year. Yeah, and I, I just, like you said, I think it's regression to the mean, and I think that they get back to where that defense was two years ago rather than last year. Me, it's only... Ugh. Bet Antonio Gibson's unders because I just don't think he's gonna. But if we talk about the quarterback situation, the quarterback situation is a solid. That running back situation is a solid. Year. I think Brian Robinson could potentially steal that job. The point is they have a lot of really good running backs. Which is what yeah, I said they before. have a they have a lot of good players like in general. But mm-hmm. that quarterback position is just really is. I'm telling you, they are much better with Taylor Heineke as quarterback. I would much rather start my season with Taylor Heineke and Sam Howell. And if Heineke starts dicking it up, then just throw Sam Howell in there than to have Carson. Like, because we know that Carson Wentz is not going to end well. Like, yeah. there, I don't think there's any situation where Carson Wentz has a good year with the with the Washington Commanders. And so I'm like, well, you might as well play Heineke. Shout out to ODU. Might as well play Heineke or, or Howell and see what you got and see, hey, do we need to go draft QB again next year? Because... <laughs> I don't know. I just there's no situation, and it's gonna be really bad after they lose week one to Doug Peterson and the Jags. By the way, week you one, think they lose Jags to Jacksonville week one? Money line. I think that uh-huh. they get smacked by Jacksonville. For the record, Chase Young has already been ruled out for week one. So has he really? He, yeah, at least oh, according to sense. at least I according understand. to his ESPN page, it says he's out for week one. I don't know how accurate that is because it's like a month out. But ESPN says yeah. he's gonna miss week one. Man, I'm oh my gosh, they're gonna get smacked by Jacksonville. Like, that's the ultimate revenge spot for Doug. I'm not, I'm not gonna over fully overact the preseason, but Jacksonville's looked like hot garbage <laughs> so far. No, so, we'll no, wait. I'll tell you, they're gonna wait figure it see. out, they're gonna figure it out by that game, and they're gonna be they're gonna look really, really good that game. I'm telling you, okay. All right, I I gotta like I the have to take here. the under. I mean, I, yeah, I, 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 nothing short of Carson Wentz only starting for week one, maybe week two, and then they moving back to Heineke and how I don't think that's going to happen though. They, they gave up too much capital. He's he's going to have to play a month. I just don't, I don't see what Carson Wentz is going to do to make this team any better than what the giants are. I think that they're a worse team than the giants. So yeah, I'm, I'm sorry. I, I can't, I can't get behind this team and just give me Carson Wentz unders because I don't think he plays the entire season. Yeah, books. Do our books even offering? They're offering props of Carson Wentz, and the passing yard total is at thirty five hundred and a half. No way. Even in a full season, I doesn't. I don't think he gets there. I want to pull up Wentz's numbers from last year, but the question also is: Do you think Wentz is actually going to a stay healthy for the entire season? B should he be the quarterback for the entire season? I think the answer is no. And we saw last year he had 3,500 yards. He played all 17 games, and he went over this number by, like, 60 yards. So, like, <laughs> so I, I, don't, I don't see it. I mean, I'm looking at the last couple of years. He played 12 games in 2020. He mm-hmm. played 16 games in 2019, 11 games in 2018, 13 games in 2017, and he played a full 16 his rookie season. So he's gone under 14 games in three of the last five seasons. If I want everybody. Two games he's going under. Or one want, game he's going under. Yeah. I want everybody to just go ahead and at me in Slack in the NFL channel. And just drop what what week, what game do you think that Carson Wentz is no longer the starting quarterback? 
Because as I sit here and look, Commanders The had- Tennessee game jumped off, but then they play Thursday night right after, and I don't think they're going to switch quarterbacks on a short week. Oh, no, I think is oh, I think the worst case, the best case scenario for him to make it. Well, one, he's not making it to the Colts like he's not making it to the revenge game against the Colts. I don't I'm going to give him the Cowboys game. I think if they lose to the Cowboys, they'll pull the trigger on Heineke. I'm going to give see. If they if they lose those first two games against if they start one and three, because everybody's talking about, oh, they like the Lions this year. I do actually think they beat the Lions. I think the Lions are over are overrated because everyone likes them. But the Lions are, you know, I think they're decent enough to beat up on another bad team. And we don't think Washington's very good. And the Titans is a non-conference road spot. So, like, I kind of actually do think the Titans is a trap line. I mean, right now is Washington minus one. I think that's a trap line. I think that I would bet that now, to be honest. I think I think think Tennessee close. But the thing is, I think you can bet Tennessee now, and mm-hmm. you're going to see the line shift in favor of Tennessee. Okay. There's no way Washington closes minus one, in my opinion, for that look at game against. If Tennessee. they do, if they do, that's like uh, you know that Washington's going to win that game if they close as a favorite, right? The like, thing it is, doesn't it, matter. I don't. If you want to know talk, how they're going to win, but they're going to win. I don't want to transition too much into an NFL game of the week look ahead spot <laughs> line situation, but if you want to talk about where value might lie, betting Tennessee live right now. Yeah. You're more likely to see line movement coming in on Tennessee than on Washington. So I would take Tennessee now. Yeah, for sure. I'm I think that he's done. I think he's done before the Bears game. Because the Bears because the Bears game gives you that opportunity where you can just let the new quarterback go beat up on a bad team, get some it, confidence. Before it's just the amount of day. draft capital they gave up, which makes me believe he's gonna have a longer leash than he should. Because they traded for him. They gave and- up stuff. I think they're going to hold on to him as much as possible, but I think he might get hurt. Another thing about the Bears game is we will be covering that game because this season, me and you are covering every single Thursday night football game. Big. Huge. So I think it's the Bears game. Just throwing it out there. All right, real quick. Let's finish up with the commanders. Yeah, unders on everybody. I'm under. That might be my best bet for the day. The under one, one I got 35 and a half. Huh? The Wentz one I gotta like. I mean that that yeah. number for honestly any passing yards. I said I like to bet unders a lot more than overs for player props because of injury. Yeah, Wentz all is a candidate for injury or just a candidate for being benched. So I'm in on both. Yep. All right. I really don't have any other bets for this team to be honest. That's really that's. I mean, outside of just taking random unders, that that is my favorite under, by the way, because I just don't think he even makes it halfway. He's not making it to the Colts game. I do not think that Carson Wentz is going to be the quarterback by the time they play the Colts. All right. Before we get into the rest of this slate, we've got to talk to you about Run Your Pool, the home of competition, bringing sports fans and their social circles together to compete, connect, and make every game matter more. They offer every game tight under the sun, from Pick'em to Survivor to Fantasy Pools, and we've teamed up with them to host our SGPN NFL Survivor Contest. Free to enter. Just go to sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. That's sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash survivor. And we haven't announced the prize. Winner take all $500 and a $250 gift card to the SGPN store. Make sure you get into that Survivor Contest because I'm telling you, I'm, I'm trying to go win. I'm, I'm trying to win. All right. Let's go. Sleeper is the fastest growing fantasy platform with millions and millions of players all around the world. It just passed over 4 million users and you can now play their over under game on Sleeper. You just choose two or more players that you like, pick the over under. And if you pick correctly, you can win from two to 20 times the money you put into the contest. 
NFL right around the corner, and Sleeper is the first sports contest that's built into the fantasy experience. Look, I'm super excited about Sleeper because they have this chat feature. It's really, really cool. And you can hop in our chat by joining sleeper.com slash SGP. That's sleeper.com slash SGP. Sleeper will automatically match your first deposit up to $100. Sleeper.com slash SGP for your $100 match on your first deposit. Service conditions apply. See Sleeper's terms of use for details. All right. We've gotten through some of the ugly. Let's go through one team that I'm actually optimistic for this year. And unfortunately, and we'll see if Sean actually hears this, because if he hears this, he's probably going to text me right after. We might I, inflate a couple of egos on the network. So Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's definitely going to be some egos inflated. But the Philadelphia Eagles win total nine and a half. 25 to one win Super Bowl. 12 to one win NFC plus 145 to win the NFC East. Now, the big splash move was draft day going and getting A.J. Brown. Mm. But this team looked good before that. Well, they made the playoffs last year. And they didn't show show up for the game against Tampa Bay, but they made the playoffs. Yeah, and, you know, it's fine. It's it's fine. They no-showed. We knew they were going to no-show. And that's what Philly does a lot of the time. They just get to playoffs and no-show. But this team, I don't see too many holes. They're good. Like when I look at the roster top to down, they look good. And the only thing that I think will beat Philly is if they beat themselves because they haven't beaten the Cowboys in forever. They struggle in r- weird random spots. They just struggle. The loss of the Giants, man. Games. All right. Well, that was I a had, revenge I game. Had the and I had, the, I had everything game. I owned on the Giants that game. I just I had, remember uh, Stonehands dropped a couple of passes. Rieger, that would have won the game. <laughs> I just know that I had everything I owned on the Giants that game because there was no way we were losing that revenge spot to where they cost us a playoff berth at ten at six and ten the year before. Mm-hmm. So, fuck them, fuck Philly. But I am optimistic for this year because the defense is stacked and set, and they got some steals in the draft where I was like, oh shit. And I like now D out of Georgia. Yeah, fucking great is a is a monster. And so and Davis too. Him yeah. too. You know, they got a pair of Georgia Bulldogs that by the way, you really, you really said good. if they beat themselves, can yeah. we just be honest that you just you're we're basically just talking about Jalen Hurts. That's that's basically actually it. no, no, in my no, opinion. I wouldn't I wouldn't just say Jalen Hurts. No, really? because it's been time no, because it's been plenty of times that that defense because the defense was good last year. I'm just saying you brought up the Giant year. game. And that Giant game might have been one of the worst games Jalen Hurts ever played. No, you brought up the Giants game. I didn't say it. I was indirectly saying it, but I didn't say it. I, I brought no. up specifics, but you said they occasionally have some letdown spots. And, of course, the Giants game with the Rieger drop is the main game that we're talking about. No, you said that. Of course, Bro, that's the one I'm back. talking about. Run the tape back. You no, said no, that. Yeah, okay. It shouldn't <laughs> be just, the Giants. Right, what do you want? Sure. I didn't try to throw that. I didn't throw that jab in no, there. We saw first. it in the playoffs as well. The point is Hurts is a yeah. quarterback that – a lot of people have mixed feelings about because he's an okay NFL quarterback, but he's a great fantasy quarterback. So people are kind of torn between, well, his stats are good. He runs a lot, but then you watch him play and you realize, I don't think he's very good. I think Hertz is a mediocre quarterback, but I think Eagles fans that are willing to die on the Jalen Hurts Hill, I think they need to calm down a little bit. I think Hertz is, once again, a serviceable quarterback who's going to limit your upside. 
and I still don't think that he's a great passer by any means. Now, getting A.J. Brown helps. The running game is still good. I think the Eagles found a recipe for success in the second half of the year when Sirianni actually committed to running the damn ball, and they ended up winning a bunch of games. But when it comes down to it, I think the Eagles will be a very good team based on record. I don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl. I'm not picking them to win the NFC. I think Hertz is going to limit their overall upside, but he's good enough to help them win the division. I agree with actually. I agree with that. I just don't, I don't want to make it seem like that I'm totally down on Jalen Hurts as a NFL quarterback. You said beat but themselves and Hurts is the main play, question mark. I think that I think that when they expect him to go out there and play hero ball and win the game, that's when they are let let down a lot. They need to run if the they ball. just play conservative. If they if the Eagles just play conservative ball and yes, run the ball, Miles Sanders can still run the ball. Jalen Hurts can still run the ball. I don't know what they're doing, whether it's Miles or, uh, Miles Sanders or Ken Gainwell. I really don't know what they're doing in that backfield. This team has had success running the ball. Then where Jalen Hurts can pick teams apart, let him pick them apart. But when you're expecting him to go down and you're throwing 70% of the time, yeah, no, there's definitely going to be some mistakes there from Jalen Hurts. So I think the magic number is going to be like 26 and a half. Hurts needs to go under that pass attempt number if they want to win. They need to run the ball 30 plus times again. Oh, yeah. If he throws the ball 30 plus, if he, he like, they need near 30, to run the ball. Yeah. If he gets anywhere near 30 pass attempts, they absolutely lost. And, and that's why that I think that Hurts is a mediocre quarterback because you don't, you kind of follow a less is more approach with him where you want him to make the most of his, of his throws, but you don't want that many throws. I feel like that's a good way to sum up how to maximize his potential. I think he's a, I think he is a, Game manager that has an incredible high floor because what he can do with his yeah. legs. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah, so little, little better than mediocre. For the record, though, I am picking the Eagles over. I think nine and a half is way too low. Oh, yeah, 100%. And I am picking them to win the division. I am as well. I, because we'll, we'll, we'll save the last thing for last. But I think they're the best team in this division. Yeah. On paper and from what the upside I believe that they have, I think that they are the best team and they could potentially go into the playoffs and maybe even win a playoff game. And maybe. you can make a case, honestly, that Sirianni is the best coach in this division. You can make an argument. Between him and Riverboat Ron, yeah. The point is, is that the one coach with a Super Bowl is not even in the discussion because we know that he sucks. And oh, we're going to yeah, talk about him in a second. Terrible. So we talked about the two quarters. You said Rivera, but we just said that Washington's team isn't very good. Yeah, no, no. Mariani won people the... over last year. I thought he did a pretty good job. Yeah, and I think I don't think it was too many instances where I was like, damn, what the fuck was that? But first half just... of the year when they refused to run the ball, then he pivoted and they won a bunch of games. Run and the ball. So it's going to be interesting to see what they do running the ball and how they utilize that and who is actually the starting running back on this roster. Cause I'm hearing some conflicting reports that are like, Oh, well, Miles Sanders. Oh, well, it's going to be Gainwell when Gainwell comes back. Oh, well, I'll, I don't know. Sean, I text Sean about it one day and he said he thinks that Gainwell is going to take the job eventually. So I, I think Sanders has it to start, but I, the question is, can he stay healthy? Probably not. Yeah. All right. Well, player prop bets. Uh, any type of bets, anything futures on this Eagles team that come to mind for you? It's very, very tricky for me because I want to take an over on one of these receivers, but the issue is I don't know if teams are going to fully commit to A.J. Brown and mm -hmm. just leave Devontae on an island. 
or if they're going to play both of them one-on-one and pray for the best. So I don't know who's going to get most of the receiving yard production out of these teams because out of this team, because I really like their two-headed wide receiver monster. I think that it's I think it's solid. And I want to make a case for maybe Hurts, but the issue is, of course, I think they're going to run the ball with him a lot. I do think one thing that's not sustainable, though, is rushing touchdowns for Hurts. Mm-hmm. He had a ton of rushing touchdowns last year. And I feel like there's going to be some regression there. The rushing touchdowns number is eight and a half. I was literally just I have to like the under there. That's way too high for a quarterback. I got to like the under and rushing touchdowns because he is your best option at quarterback. You got to keep him healthy. And I know you call a decent amount of quarterback runs on the goal line. You want to do this at some point. If he is your franchise guy, you got to prevent him from getting killed in a bunch of dog piles at the goal line. I got to like the under and rushing touchdowns for Hertz because I think eight and a half is way too high. Miles Sanders didn't have a rushing touchdown last year. No, because he was injured for half the year and they didn't use him that much. But if you look at the overall running backs they used at the goal line, there were times where Boston Scott was on the field for like third and goal. And I'm like, what are you doing? No, there is definitely time. And I think he got in one of those times against the Giants. But there's why is he even on the he field? Took three, he took three goal line snaps and got in one time on us. God, we were so bad. I don't know. Miles Sanders played 12 games. He didn't get a rushing touchdown. Ugh, yeah. That's a red flag. I didn't even realize that. It, it's Jalen Hurts had, but... By the way, so people that didn't know, Jalen Hurts had 10 rushing touchdowns last year. He had three in I, one game. I I don't know. I think Jalen Hurts is actually their best goal line back right now. So I just I'm think not, eight and a half I'm is too worried. high for a quarterback. Yeah, and I'm, I was also, hoping that... I'm hoping with A.J. Brown, they might target him in the red zone more because mm-hmm. they just traded for him and gave him a huge extension. So Hurts mm-hmm. might see a little bit of an uptick in passing touchdowns. But eight and a half for a quarterback rushing. I mean, that's that's just too much for me. I'm going with the under. Uh, Jalen Hurts had 784 yards and 15 games played on the ground. His over-under is set at 725 and a half plus 100. I'll take that. I think he can get I think he can get closer to 800 than 700. So I'll take that. That's give me that's a player prop that I like. I actually do really like that. I'm going to go bet that now. I like that. I think I'm leaning under there but I'm not going to play it. That eight and a half for touchdowns though. I mean that's that's a lot of that's based on just play calling. As long as they don't give him 17 QB sneaks, he'll go under. I think I'd rather not bet that cuz I I can see him I wish that it was like Six and a half. It was six and a half. I would have bet it. But eight and a half, that's a lot. Nine is a lot. That's a lot for a quarterback. I think that's my favorite prop. I'll take the under eight and a half rushing touchdowns for Hurts. All right. There we go. Let's move anything. Oh, yeah. Well, and plus 145 to win the division. I feel like we didn't say that clear enough. Yes, plus 145 to win the division. I maybe wouldn't mind a Sirianni coach of the year flyer there. You mentioned it for Dable. I'd rather sprinkle it on Sirianni in this division because I do think if you're going to win coach of the year, you got to A, make the playoffs, B, most likely win the division. So I I think they got a shot there. If the Eagles go best case scenario, Sean's going to love me saying this 13 and four, 12 and five. You don't think Sirianni's in the discussion? Okay. Okay. At that point, like 13 and four, maybe not 12 and five, because I think there's a, okay. but, or if 12 and five leads to number one in the NFC, then yes. Okay. I'm with you. 
But because they made the playoffs last year, I'm like, all right, you know, voters want to yeah. see that substantial growth. That elite team, yeah. Yeah, that big leap. And I don't think that there's a leap big enough short of being number one in the NFC that would be enough to warrant a coach of the year for me. Just saying, if you want to talk about being a candidate at the end of the year, I yes, do think yes. Sirianni could be a top five finalist, so to speak, for the award. I agree with that. Okay. Yeah, I like that. All right. Last game of the slate. Last team. The Dallas slate. Cowboys. <laughs> the Dallas Cowboys. Over under set at 10 and a half. Under. 18 to 1 to win the Super Bowl. Plus 850 to win the NFC. Plus 135 to win the NFC East. I am just lost for words here. And I really don't want to sound like a hater or like, you know, one of those people. Like, I know there's Cowboys fans that listen to this and be like, oh, these guys always shit on the Cowboys. But I'm genuinely curious. And at me, at Really Real on Twitter, wherever you want to find me, at Really Real, underscore, underscore. Please just let me know. What did the Cowboys do in the offseason that make you feel any better for this year than you did last year? Because now you don't have Amari Cooper. Michael Gallup is trying to come back from injury. They don't have Cedric Wilson either. No Cedric Wilson. <laughs> I mean, I'm not really. I wasn't adding. No, but I, he, I thought he was good, though. You could have made an argument. He could have been a serviceable wide receiver three on a regular basis. Yeah. Okay. All right. So, and I'm not even going to talk about what happened in camp, but that's that's just right there. That's what we knew going into training camp. The defense looks worse. I can't I can't sit here and say. And they lost Randy Gregory. He was he was yeah. the best pass rusher last year. Yeah, or so, second I mean, best, of course. They still have you know. They still have Parsons. Parsons still is coach. the best, but Rand- Gregory yeah, was the second the best. best. I mean, yeah, I, I get what you I get what you were trying yeah. to say. Though. Mike McCarthy's still coach, and nobody sold on him, not even Cowboys fans. I don't know what optimism you have. The only thing to be optimistic about is the fact that, hey, Dak is healthy and had an offseason where he was completely healthy. That might be the only optimistic thing. Zeke looks like a shadow of himself. There are people that are actually calling for Tony Pollard over Zeke and I'm, making I'm one of those decent people. arguments. Yes, yeah, Scott is one of those people. I there's nothing, nothing that the Cowboys have done to make me think that they're going to have a better season than what they did last year, which ended in the first round out in the playoffs. I just I don't get it. I, I don't get it. The only thing that I'm optimistic for on this Dallas Cowboys team is CD fucking Lamb. Because oh my gosh, the target share that he's about to get. And when we talk about the formula for fantasy success, for sports betting success, whatever the fuck you, opportunity plus talent. And goddamn, he's got both. (laughs) He's got both. He might be, he might have the highest, the most opportunity and the most talent on the entire team. I just can't, as I keep going through the schedule, I'm saying, all right, am I hating? Am I hating? Am I hating? I don't see them getting 10 wins. I'm, I don't. At the very, I think they're a 9-1 team. An actual 9-1 team. I mean, Scott, you you have your floor. I'm just, 
I, I don't know how I, the only thing that I can think of why they haven't changed the line is the books are just pouring in money for the Dallas Cowboys. And they're like, all right, we're not moving this line. <laughs> like, we're just going to let this money keep coming in. I feel like you also did not mention one of the most important factors for win totals, which is the schedule. The Cowboys have a first place schedule. It's a it's brutal. They play the Buccaneers in week one at home. Then they play Cincinnati at home in week two. Then they have two division games. Then at the Rams and at the Eagles, they could start two and four, maybe even one and five. It's it's a it's possible that they start one and five or two and four. And is fired at that point if that happens. But the point is, I'm trying to think of what else they have. They play the Packers in Lambeau. They play the Colts at home. The Colts are never easy because they have Jonathan Taylor, of course. Uh, they play the Titans at the end of the year, Washington in the final regular season game on the road, but they really have a shot at maybe starting the season one and five. I think it's possible that happens. And I know people, who are you counting as that one win? Either the Giants or Washington. Fuck you. If if I'm going to take the under seven and a half on the Giants and Washington, I kind of group them together. Sorry, we're going to beat them on Thanksgiving and Day. The That's Giants, it's on the road. <laughs> it's its on the road in MetLife, which is never easy. So maybe the Giants can pull that one out. But the point is, you have potentially been viewed as a Cowboy hater, which is fair. But for the sake I mean, of, of this... of course. I fucking hate yeah, the Cowboys. We're yeah. being unbiased. But <laughs> yeah. as for me, I'm the opposite of a Cowboy hater. Because my dad is a very big Cowboys fan. And the Cowboys are Wait. my second... The Cowboys are my second favorite team. Living in New York? Yeah. My dad's a Cowboys fan. Always has been. In fact, all of his what? siblings are Giants fans, and he's a huge he's a huge Cowboy fan. He's a Cowboys what? jacket from like the How 90s. How did that happen? Uh, they were that always is on, a disgusting act. They were what, always what, on TV in the 80s. Drop board. The Cowboys were on TV every week in the 80s. A lot, a lot of fandom oh, when it comes well, yeah. to like yeah, parents, right. they grew up watching three channels, and the Cowboys were on TV on one of those three channels every week. America's team. Yep, so he America's became team. a Cowboys fan, and as a result, I've become a second Quasi degree Cowboys Cow- fan. A second a degree. You're a <laughs> A second-degree Cowboys fan. I'm mostly a Jets fan, but I still root for Dallas because I watch the games with him. So I'm trying to be fair. I'm not biased. I'm trying to be honest. I think the Cowboys had one of the worst off-seasons of any team in the league. Yeah. They didn't get better at any position. Nothing. And I guess you can say the best move they made was letting Connor Williams go and on the offensive line, and that's not even addition. That's addition by subtraction. But I'm trying to figure out where... Linnell Collins as well. So, they also I mean, L. Collins, and he went to Cincinnati, who plays them in week two, which is a big deal for Cincinnati. But the offensive line got worse. It's nowhere near as good as it used to be. I know Zach Martin's great, but still, he's had injury issues, too, the last couple of years. The running game's a disaster because Elliott's contract is so awful that Jerry Jones feels like they have to use him in order to justify the contract. And Pollard should be getting more snaps at this point in their careers. Dak's good. I don't think he's elite, but I think he's back-end top 10. I think he's good. CeeDee Lamb, I like. Gallup gets injured every year. And you're relying on a rookie wide receiver three. I like the tight ends a lot. They have Jarwin and Schultz, so I like the tight ends. And I look at the defense, and Demarcus Lawrence is good. Parsons is a lunatic. He's amazing. But you lost Randy Gregory, who was unreliable at times for off-the-field stuff. But he was really, really good last year. 
Mm-hmm. And you look at the linebacking core. It's a lot of questions. Van Der Esch is okay. Injury issues too, but Sean Lee retired about a year ago. And it's not the same linebacking core we're used to seeing the last couple of years. And the secondary, you had a candidate for defensive player of the year last year who, according to advanced metrics, is actually just not a great corner. Can we say that? Because he gets burned no. all the time. <clears throat> so he's like a – and Jalen uh, Ramsey was talking about it and how, you know, he plays out of phase and Shermon Diggs plays in phase. And so he takes a lot of – you know, Shermon Diggs plays – He reminds me of Asante Samuel. Yeah, he takes a lot of chances. And the only way that you can have a good season is if you come up with picks. And he does Because he'll get burned picks. a bunch. Because he's a wide receiver. He's yeah. a wide, he is a wide receiver. He was a wide receiver when he went to Alabama and they converted him to cornerback. And the man has surefire hands. And so when he takes those chances, he probably, he most more than likely comes up with the ball. I think that is regression to the bean yeah. for that. But I think it's regression for interceptions, but it doesn't change the fact that he's a lot of really bad habits as a, as a cornerback, which might get him torched, especially against AJ Brown and Terry McLaurin four times out of the year. Yeah. That's not good. He's facing Jamar Chase in week two. Have fun with that. He's going to face Mike Evans week one, if not Godwin. I mean, that's a, that's tough. Facing Cup. There's a lot of really good receiver ones, and I think that Diggs might get torched. But the point is, I don't think they excel at really any position group. McCarthy's mm-hmm. not great, and I didn't think Zerline was very good last year, but they brought back Maher this past week because the rookie kicker they got wasn't doing well in camp. They don't excel in any position group. I think this team might actually finish in third place. I think this team is actually going to finish with a losing record. I don't think they're good. And it's going to make my dad upset, but we're realistic about it. We talk about the Cowboys. <laughs> we talk about the Cowboys because it's his favorite team. And yeah. we both think they had a disastrous offseason. And on top of that, the main issue that plagued the Cowboys in the playoffs and the entire regular season was the penalties and the lack of overall discipline on this team. And they got rid of Gregory, so you thought, okay, maybe discipline would improve. First preseason game against Denver, they committed 17 penalties for 129 yards. <laughs> First preseason game. I know it's preseason, but the main issue last year was leading the league in penalties. You committed 17 in the first week of preseason. This is a serious red flag. I'm taking the under. They're not going to win the division. And if you want to go for a decent long shot, uh, Cowboys to actually finish in second place was plus 215. Third place is plus 350. I think they're going to finish in either second or third. And I found the Eagles first place, by the way, at plus 160. I'm with you. So give me that. But I don't think the Cowboys are going to be good. I think they'll win eight games. I think they're going eight and nine. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I, I don't think they're that good at all. And that's all from right. a second-degree Cowboys fan. <laughs> closet Cowboys fan. That's hilarious. I don't know if it's right. closet. I, I, I watch the games with my dad, so I, I guess. All right. Uh, are we doing lock and dog? What exactly are we I doing? I mean, oh, yeah, we are. I'm, I'm, I'm about to give out a prop bet for the Cowboys. I'm just trying to find I'm assuming it. you're going with a lamb over. If I had to oh, guess. yeah, 100%. I want the under in Elliott rushing yards. It's actually one. Oh, well, he could get twelve hundred yards. He very well could get twelve hundred yards of offense. It's at eleven seventy-five and a half. Oh, Elliot's at eight seventy-five and a half. Oh God, I fe- I thought they were gonna put it at like a thousand. I I assume going in on name recognition no, alone would be a no. thousand. But okay, no, no, he's there, and I think 
because I think it's interesting because I think Pollard is at like seven twenty five or something. Pollard's at seven hundred flat. Yeah, so oh, it's tough. I would love the Pollard over if the Cowboys just it's accepted the fact that Elliott's part. contract is atrocious. Mm-hmm. I think this team's better when Pollard's on the field. In my opinion, all right, I'll go with I'll go with CD Lamb touchdowns okay. over seven and a half. I don't I don't know who I mean maybe Dolph Schultz, but outside it, it's going to be those two for the entire part of the season and. This is really going to have to be Dak's Superman year. And I think he'll live up to the expectations sometimes, not all the time. I thought he had that last year. Oh, no. This is like, this has to be like, old, like, because at the very least last year, we could say, you know, he was injured going into the Just year. saying, though, you're talking about being going Superman. He tied the franchise record for touchdown passes. Yeah. I think this year has to be like even better than that. If they're, if to meet this 10 and a half, yeah. And by the way, so people don't know where everybody stands on the Cowboys. WinBet has the line, well, has the spread and handle for bets that they've taken on the Cowboys win total. And it is sitting at, there is 73.3% of the tickets on the under for the Cowboys. 73.5% of the handle is okay. on the Cowboys as well. So everybody's betting under. If you are a fade the public type of person, Dak is the reason that this team goes over if they do. Yeah. Because he had matter of fact, let's let's do that. Matter of fact, let's do that as an emotional hedge. Let's do that as an emotional hedge. In case I'm completely wrong about the Cowboys, I'm gonna give out Dak Prescott to win MVP at what? Only 16 to 1. That's not worth anybody's time. Why does Dak have better? Oh, nope. I'm sorry. I can't do it. I have to just go ahead and take that and put it back on Lamar Jackson again. Why does Dak have better odds than Lamar Jackson to win MVP? I'll add a bet on Dallas, by the way. Dallas to miss the playoffs is roughly plus 195. Okay. I think that's a hell of a deal. Yeah, that's really good. I like that. And yeah, just give me CD Lamb minus 120 on that one on that 11 75 and a half i just there's no way dak throws for close to 4000 if not 4000 yards and cd lamb doesn't have a, at least a third of that yep <laughs> so all right before we yeah we're doing a lock and dog so just pick whatever yep. pick a lock and dog of all this stuff and while you're doing that i'm going to be doing trade coffee because look guys Trying to tell you, I'm not a coffee person, never been, but Trade Coffee has made me a coffee that I actually really, really like. You can take their coffee quiz and it will give you your own personalized bag brewed of coffee and you can get the subscription, get that stuff delivered straight to your door. They have some of the freshest beans and, you know, when you talk about all the coffee snobs and stuff like that, well, Trade's real coffee experts Personally, taste test over 450 roasts, so they know exactly what to recommend. That's why that quiz is so, so good. Trade has delivered over 5 million bags of coffee with over 7,500,000 positive reviews. And right now, Trade is offering new subscribers a total of $30 off their first order, plus free shipping. You go to drinktrade.com slash SGP, drinktrade.com slash SGP. That's where you take the quiz, and you can get your $30 off. And also, I talked to you about Dave, the baking app that can help you get up to $500 instantly with extra cash. Look, guys, it ever been a situation where you just needed some money, needed needed a little, you know, something a little bit to push you over until payday came through. Well, Dave can help you tackle those expenses. It's like a future helping hand from future you. And so, look, 
millions of people already download the Dave app to get the financial relief they need to download the Dave app from the app store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly. For terms and conditions, go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Future, you will thank you. All right, Scott. Let's see. Lock and dog time. We got to keep our mojo from the WNBA show over to the NFL show. Things are going first. Yep. For my lock. I think we're going to double lock something, but we're going to talk about it. I mean, there's no way I'm not. I'm not locking up Carson Wentz under 3,500 and a half passing yards. I don't think he, I don't think he gets through the full, the whole year. There's actually a world of possibility where they traded for Carson Wentz and he gets injured in the first three games, just like how Ryan Fitzpatrick did. And now they're rolling with Taylor Heineke anyway. And Alex Smith a couple of years ago. The offensive line has been known to kind of injure some of the quarterbacks in the past oh, couple of years. Oh, fuck yeah. The, yeah, this is a lock. All right, yep. Carson was under 3,500 and a half. That's my lock for my dog. I mean, I guess I got us. I gave out this on Sean and Ryan's show, so I feel like I just want to go ahead and do it again because it's a fun bet. And I, I just think the Cowboys are going to suck, and I think commanders are going to suck. So give me an exact in a top two any order doesn't matter, Giants and Eagles not nine to one. If I'm right and the Giants are a nine one team, that very well can be second in this division because I think the Eagles are a double digit win team. And if you want to be safer, I said before the Cowboys to come in third, I believe is plus three fifty. Yeah, so, so that's an option. I mean, there, there you have it. But give me Giants, Eagles, nine to one. That is any any top two in the division. So there you go. There's a nine to one dog to kick off the NFL gambling podcast from me. Very villain like, if I do say so myself. Scott, what's your lock and dog? So I thought we were going to overlap on the locks, but we're not. Instead, you took a more ballsy approach as a dog. Cowboys win total under. You said it was ten and a half, right? Yeah. Uh, what's the juice on that? Pretend uh, uh, I got to assume it's going to be juiced. Yeah, it is. Hold on. Give me a second. It's right here. I'm sorry. Minus I'm 140, minus 135. Let's see. Win totals. Cowboys, 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 Cowboys. I'm taking Cowboys, it regardless, Cowboys. but I'm, I just want to know. What so plus, plus 120 for the over, minus 135. Uh, okay. It's so I, juiced. I, I straight up guessed 135. I'm kind of proud of myself. Yeah, you uh, give me the under as my lock. I said before. This team got worse at basically every position group during the offseason, yeah. and they're still undisciplined. Cowboys fans can even admit they don't like McCarthy as a coach, mm-hmm. but I don't know how you can lose Cooper, Gregory. You lost Lyle Collins. You still have Elliott, who's getting paid a bunch of money. He doesn't deserve to get paid. Mm-hmm. Diggs had a ridiculous year that's due for some regression. I just don't like anything about this overall team from top to bottom besides Dak being a top 10 quarterback, probably somewhere between 8 and 10. But 10 and a half for me is too high. I mentioned the schedule at the start. They really could start 1 and 5. I'm going with the under. As far as I'm concerned, I think that's an absolute steal. I'll take the under 10 and a half wins for Dallas. Yeah, I'm with you. All right, what's your dog? My dog is going to be the Eagles to win the division. At plus 160. Um, I don't know how they're not favored to win the division. I I think that if you want to look at overall talent and just the most completely sound team, I think the Eagles are easily the most complete team in this division. They made the playoffs last year. 
So I don't have to worry about any yips. They've been there before, but they're still hungry because they no-showed the playoff game. I'm still not fully sold on Hurts, but he's good enough to get them to the playoffs like we saw last year. And the Cowboys, I just expect to regress. And the Eagles don't have a first-place schedule, which helps. But I think 10 wins wins this division. And I think the Eagles could win 11 or 12. So I'm going with the... That was really my choice between the lock. It was the Cowboys under the Eagles over. But I'm going to use the Eagles division as my dog instead. Give me the Eagles. I will guarantee you I will bet this. And I'll also bet the Cowboys under. But the Eagles check all the boxes that I look for for division title winner. So I'm going to take the Eagles. Yeah, I'm I'm with you. I we're, we're in complete agreement on your picks over there. Mine may have some you know, some some giants desired. homerism built in there, but it's nine to one. And all I have to do is just hope that we're better than the Cowboys, because I think we're already better than the commanders. So I'm fine with that. Okay. All right. Other than that, make sure you guys subscribe to the NFL Gambling Podcast. If you're catching this on a different feed or you haven't subscribed yet, hit that subscribe button. Follow us on Twitter. He's Rachel Radio. I am at really real underscore underscore. You can follow the NFL Gambling Podcast on Twitter at SGPN NFL. I think that's the right Twitter name. That's the right Twitter name, right? I'm pretty sure it is. I didn't I didn't mess that up. No, I didn't mess that up. Yeah. SGPN NFL. That is the Twitter account. Make sure you follow that. We'll be dropping our picks throughout the season. Make sure you catch me and Scott on Wednesday nights, Thursday mornings, whenever you normally listen to the podcast all season. We'll be breaking down the Thursday night game. Scott will also have a Wednesday show, Tuesday, Wednesday show, whenever you catch that one where he has win totals. And I think win totals and individual game totals. As yeah, individual not win totals, individual yeah. game totals. Yeah, so the totals of the week, he will be breaking those down with his reoccurring guest. I think I'm one of them, but we'll see. All I know is this Scott show because he's the totals expert. I what else? I plug? oh Discord, of course. Hop into the Discord channel sg.pn/discord. Please go into that Discord and at me and tell me what game that you think Carson Wentz is not going to play anymore because I'm almost positive he doesn't finish this season as quarterback. Like, I'm very, very almost positive he doesn't finish this season as quarterback. Other than that, Scott, you have anything else for the people? I do. Uh, we have a couple other podcasts they're doing together. Uh, we still have WNBA playoffs right around the corner, so we're going to have. Pretty much yes. podcast almost every day for WNBA, yeah. so stay tuned for that. I know we're actually doing an NBA podcast at some point this week, which yeah, should be fun. I'm sure the people have been waiting. We're back. We're getting back together. Going through some win totals, which should be fun. Besides that, I'm still doing tennis. Going to have another uh, podcast tonight for Cincinnati. Should be fun. And other than that, though, it was nice talking some football with you. Yeah, and catch me talking football on the college experience. Oh, I'll be in fantasy. Forgot we're also doing yeah, fantasy, fantasy football. Later. Yeah, fantasy football. Man, we have a lot of shows. Yeah, we got a lot as well. I don't, I don't sleep much. Yeah, no, you just don't sleep much because you don't. You're a freaking freaking yep. nature that doesn't sleep. I yes, you can catch me college experience. I'll be up there a lot more frequently this year, doing a lot more football breakdowns for them. So looking forward to it. All right. Other than that, I have nothing else to plug, nothing else to say. We got to end the show right now. So I'm going to end it like this because I still haven't thought of a really cool catchy catchphrase for all my people. Haven't thought of one. Maybe I'll have one by the time the season starts. But we're just going to end the show like this. We are out here.